0: Welcome back, Creatures of the Night, to a very special episode, episode 55 of the Collecting Dead Man podcast. I am your host, as always, Steven Zeman, and I want to welcome you back to another week of talking Undertaker merchandise memories and more. And there is plenty to talk about today, as there is tons of Undertaker news, tons of Undertaker merchandise news. And uh, plenty of uh, all the happenings going on in Texas for the Hall of Fame and for WrestleMania weekend Um, Before we get to all of that, let us talk about what's happening in the uh, podcast world for the Collecting Dead Man podcast And what has been released this past week for your viewing and listening pleasure And what is happening to be released this uh, next following week as well So, um, since last week's episode, I released the bonus watch-along with Randy Turco, where we uh, started our long, long look back at Undertaker's gimmick matches. We know we've got years of um, uh, matches to get through, uh, but we thought we'd start off with a good one. Uh, One of my favorite matches, as it was in my top five countdown And that is Fully Loaded 1999, the first blood match between Stone Cold Steve Austin. The first end of an era before um, it is coined once more at WrestleMania 28 for Undertaker's Hell in the Cell match with Triple H. Uh, So that is what we discussed. Uh, Of course, with all of our usual banter, figure talk, and so much more going on in that episode... Um, That's the first one to kick off the long journey through Gimmick Matches of The Undertaker's career. And I really can't uh, wait to get um, more and more uh, recorded with Randy. And also we're going to be taking a look back, um, probably do two two episodes a month. Uh, One of the episodes being of course the Gimmick Matches and the other episode we do a month would be a look back at Undertaker's World Championship losses. So we all know how The Undertaker won the championships, but we're gonna be taking a look back at the matches that cost him the championships as well. So that is uh, something um, to look forward to. Uh, more Randy Turco content is always best. Uh, and also what was released this week was the double feature watch along with Kane Night uh, 10. We took a look back at um, the first half of 1999 between The Undertaker and Kane as they um, battled in the first-ever Inferno match on Raw, where The Undertaker famously burned Stephanie McMahon's bear at the end, and also where The Undertaker and Big Show, The Unholy Alliance, takes on Kane and X-Pac at SummerSlam 1999. So that double feature, the first half of 1999, came your way uh, just a couple days ago, And um, the future, uh, have um, the end of 1999, I just recorded that, this afternoon with Kane and Night 10, is the end of 1999 and the first half of 2000, wrapped up in a whole big episode. We have the five-man Royal Rumble on SmackDown, we have the inferno match of Kane and Triple H where The Undertaker walks out of the WWF on SmackDown. We have Kane's uh, appearance with Paul Bearer on the Friday uh, February edition of Monday Night Raw. And The Undertaker's um, re-emergence as the American Badass at Judgment Day 2000. And that episode is capped off with King of the Ring 2000 with Undertaker, Kane, and The Rock against Triple H, Shane, and Vince McMahon. Um, So we see the kind of the formation of the brothers getting back together but then in the same match we see the um, cracks starting again but so that takes us to our next recording which will be SummerSlam 2000 so coming, you, coming to your way uh, in a couple days uh, that will be released uh, the end of 99 and 2000 uh, Look, uh, beginning of 2000 uh, journey through uh, Undertaker and Kane's story and coming away also is the next installment of the Undertaker-Batista rivalry uh, with me and Keegan as we recorded uh, Cyber Sunday just a few days ago um, where Undertaker-Batista collided in a special guest referee match. And that special guest referee was none other than the Texas Rattlesnake himself, Stone Cold Steve Austin. So you know it's always a good match when Stone Cold Steve Austin is the special guest referee. And that was no different here as The Undertaker and Batista proving once again why they were one of the best rivalries on SmackDown and one of the best rivalries in WWE at that time. So uh, make sure to keep a lookout for those two watch-alongs coming your way shortly. And um, if there is any other watch-along news, podcast news, or anything else... Uh, you uh, please make sure to follow me on Instagram and on Twitter. That's where you'll find the breaking news for the podcast um, when it breaks. And you can uh, follow me on Instagram at Collecting Dead Man and on Twitter at Collect Up Dead. And after you have followed me on social media, make sure to subscribe to this podcast. You're already listening this far. Make sure to subscribe on your preferred podcast platform and leave me a five-star rating or review where you can as it greatly helps this podcast be spread to all the creatures of the night worldwide. But that is all the podcast news for now. Let us jump right into Tales from the Grave where we talk about my favorite Undertaker memory, favorite video game memory, and all the Undertaker news and merchandise news that has happened throughout the week. Uh... Tales from the Grave Now you heard what I uh describe Tales from the Grave is. You should know by now we're fifty-five episodes in. But if you are a new listener, that is where I talk about my favorite Undertaker memory um, or a favorite video game memory. Um wrap it up with a favorite figure hunting memory, and then talk about all the Undertaker news and merchandise news that has happened throughout the week. And there is plenty of Undertaker news and plenty of Undertaker merchandise news as we edge closer and closer to his Hall of Fame induction and WrestleMania weekend. So I thought the best thing to tap off this episode is my favorite Undertaker memories and there are so many Uh, but I think we're gonna be, I think I'll be discussing probably narrow it down more and more to my favorite Undertaker WrestleMania memories. And um, there is probably at least a good five of them I have. I know a couple weeks ago I talked about you know my first WrestleMania memories, and that is of course under WrestleMania 15 with the Undertaker hanging the Big Boss Man. But you know I I don't know if that WrestleMania really sticks out to me as being a favorite Undertaker memory. Uh, one of my favorite Undertaker memories is of course WrestleMania 23 where he wins the World Heavyweight Championship um, from Batista because that was my first experience of Undertaker winning the championship at WrestleMania. I was not watching it at WrestleMania 13 so I didn't really get to experience um, that moment but I got to experience WrestleMania 23. Ten years later uh, winning it from Batista and also another great memory I have is the following year I remember being so anxious and being so worried that Edge was going to be the one to break the Undertaker's streak that I just couldn't sit still during that match. I remember running around the entire living room, running into my room, running into my parents' room, uh, every time Edge would counter and move for the Undertaker because I did not want to witness the Undertaker's streak ending. So that was, that's always going to be in my uh, mind of one of my favorite Undertaker memories is Undertaker finally putting down the Rated-R Superstar to win his second uh, World Heavyweight Championship, a back-to-back uh, World Champion victory at WrestleMania. Of course, the two Michaels matches stick out to me, uh, but um, the match against Triple H at the end of an era at the uh, Hell in the Cell, that's always ingrained of how great that storytelling is, the the ending to a magnificent four-part story at Wrestlemania. Uh, I've always liked his matches with Triple H. Uh, his matches with Michaels are amazing, but I always loved his matches with Triple H a little bit more, um, just because I love how him and Triple H work so well together, and they do such a good story. Um, the CM Punk match uh, is a good memory of mine because I was um, in the middle of um, confirmation classes during this time. I remember during one of the confirmation classes knowing that Paul Bearer passed away and the Paul Bearer Memorial Show at Raw and going through all of this stuff, processing it, you know, with my faith and everything like that, but also. Seeing Undertaker's faith and Paul Bearer's faith play a frontal part in um, the storyline, you know, with the uh, Undertaker wearing Paul Bearer tribute tights that has the uh, Undertaker crucifix and rosary beads around there, around the urn. And just, you know, with um, all this, you know, his memorial and the. The friendship that Undertaker and Paul Bear shared. And just this match meaning so much more than what originally was intended. I uh, always have great memories of the Punk match. Um, I, remember, I remember Lesnar breaking the streak like it was yesterday. Just being so flabbergasted, so shocked at home watching that happen in real time. Uh, getting texts from my friends uh, from grade school, high school, and college. Uh, that were watching this and also that were hearing about it on the news asking, is this real? Did this happen? They knowing how big of an Undertaker fan I was seeing that, what was my thoughts? What was, you know, what was going on and everything like this? I remember coming to, uh, coming back to uh, college the next day just talking with my wrestling friends there being, everybody so shocked and stunned that this had happened and I, you know, and you know exactly where you were and the next day what you were doing and um, just talking with you know people that I never thought I'd be discussing the end of the Undertaker streak then um, but I was with some friends that I didn't even think were invested in it until I realized they were and um, you know I can go on and on You know the Bray Wyatt memories of his resurrection To come back to the WWE. They haven't seen him for a year. The Hell in a Cell match with Shane McMahon. Um, just Undertaker provides memories. Year after year at Wrestlemania. And I know that. From Wrestlemania 23 on. I have so many great memories of those matches. And even before 23. I remember his matches. With Mark Henry in Chicago. Uh, Randy Orton. Uh, basically, from WrestleMania 15 on, since that's where I started, I always remember something from a WrestleMania I watched live on pay-per-view. And it's because of The Undertaker. He creates these memories that uh, superstars and fans alike always talk about. That he is the he has a special aura around him. You know, when he is there, it's something special. And adding WrestleMania to the mix is just... It, it makes for a very special moment and memories. I um, I know that I'm going to have the memories of watching these live on pay-per-view for the rest of my life. And it's because of him. It's because he's the reason why I'm a wrestling fan. He's the reason why I stuck around since 19, end of 98, beginning of 99. He's the reason. He's the reason why I tuned in. To uh, wrestling when they say he's going to be appearing this week or next week or whatever. He's the reason why I tune in. He's the reason why I watch pay-per-views and Wrestlemania and the specials that they have on him. Because he's so influential and he's, so ma- he's the reason for so many great memories. Great memories that I share with friends. Great memories I share with uh, family. Great memories I share with my dad, my mom. Uh, so many memories that I have about Undertaker. I share with so many people that are special to me. And um, I re- it's it's just a testament to him. testament to the character. And testament to uh, the longevity that long after he's gone. The character will survive. And memories of the character will survive. And it's not it's something a lot of wrestlers um it doesn't a lot. It doesn't happen to a lot of wrestlers. So um, that is my memories for this week. It's just the lasting WrestleMania memories that The Undertaker has given me to be shared with my family, my friends, um, my parents, and so many people that are special to my life. Um, is because of him, and that is my memories for this week. Um, And I know tons of figure hunts around WrestleMania time. Because that's usually when they unveil new things. Or that is when the stores get new product around WrestleMania time to promote WrestleMania. Uh, So there are just tons of figure hunting memories. Whether it be a KB. Whether it be a Toys R Us. Walmart. Target. Anything around this time. Always a special figure hunt. Especially when it was with my father. Uh, So... Just fun memories to look back at today, special WrestleMania memories. Whether Undertaker was winning, whether Undertaker was losing, whether he was finding a mid-card talent that would become a legend, or whether he was fighting a, uh, a beast, an animal, or a fellow legendary wrestler, the Undertaker always provided a lasting WrestleMania memory that I will remember for the rest of my life. And uh, for that, I thank The Undertaker for his career. He deserves nothing less than the Hall of Fame. I am looking forward to watching that. And on the network, I uh, will be giving a special Hall of Fame episode on Saturday. It will be, uh, I'll be recording my thoughts, my reactions to it. Um, so over the weekend, that will be dropping as well. Uh, because I have nobody else to thank but The Undertaker for being a wrestling fan this long and for jump-starting this collection that I have. It's it's solely on him for being the character that he is. So um, I look forward to that. I look forward to his speech. I hope he does something at WrestleMania uh, because... Um, it'd be great to leave the fans and leave me with another special memory. Um, So let's get into the Undertaker news and merchandise reveals. Um, Plenty of merchandise coming out uh, as I expected. Uh, GameStop has released a pre-order for a new Undertaker statue. A 10-inch statue uh, based off his uh, purple attire in around 1994. Uh, retails for $54. Um, I, was able, I pre-ordered uh, a statue from GameStop. So when that comes, I'll make sure to take photos for my social media. Uh, but if you have not done so, go to GameStop.com, search Undertaker, and make sure to get your pre-orders in as well. Uh, lots of, I see lots of Undertaker items at the Superstore Access, including Undertaker Hall of Fame hats, Undertaker Hall of Fame plaques tumblers as I expected I hope some of this stuff comes on the WWE shop as that would be uh, fun to add to a Hall of Fame collection Um, because as I talked about last week they are releasing Undertaker uh, retro style t-shirts see you on the other side the dark days uh, the ministry style long sleeve shirts plenty of Hall of Fame shirts to add to your t-shirt collection um so plenty of new stuff coming at WWE shop there. so I'll be waiting to see what else they drop on this weekend to see about uh, making a WWE shop purchase. And when that comes, I'll be sure to share with you maybe next week or the week after what I decided to order from WWE shop. Um, Foco, the bobbleheads that has uh, they have done a regular undertaker bobblehead, They have done the Undertaker Tossing Mankind Off the Hell in the Cell bobblehead, which was a What the F item of the week once. Uh, They have done a Brothers of Destruction um, bobblehead that connects together. Well, now they released a special 30th anniversary Undertaker bobblehead to commemorate his Hall of Fame induction, and that is the Undertaker in his debut attire, uh, with leaning over a casket much like his famous uh, trading card picture uh, with the addition of a tombstone in front of it that says 1990 to 2020 Undertaker. Um, a very nice bobblehead uh, but for $80 I don't really see the value in it. Uh, probably will pick it up if it goes down in price because for bobbleheads I, I don't really see spending more than maybe 30 to 40 bucks for them. Um, you know, 80 bucks is extreme for one. So, hopefully it goes down in price. Hopefully it can pick it up in clearance. Uh, because you gotta get a deal. You gotta get a deal no matter where it is. So, even if it means waiting a while. That's what I, um, that's what I always preach. Just like Kyle Peterson on YouTube. You always gotta get a deal. So, um, that's a new bobblehead that is coming out. Um, Mattel had the... Uh, WrestleMania reveals posted today. They showed new photos of the Mattel um, ringside exclusive WCW championship uh, that should be in stock any day, should be shipping any day now. Um, They showed new photos of the Bend and Bash Series 2 Undertaker, which I hope to find in the store someday soon too, because I know my Walmarts are flooded with Series 1. So hopefully Series 2 is on its way. Hopefully it's not stuck on some freighter somewhere. Um, But uh, the only new Undertaker figure that they showed off today was the uh, Superstars Wave. uh, Based on the old Remcos, Uh, he is in Superstars Series 3 along with Mankind, Ted DiBiase, and Papa Shango. And this Undertaker is, the de- uh, again, the gray debut glove, uh, debut attire, the gray gloves, uh, with removable hat, soft goods jacket. Um, looks like a great retro style Undertaker. Looks just like his Hasbro, so I can see why they went that route. Since the Ted DiBiase is in his green suit, much like his Hasbro. Uh, Hasbro. The Papa Shango looks like his Hasbro. The Shawn Michaels in Series 2 looks like his Hasbro. Uh, the Ric Flair is in his red trunks just like it. Uh, so I can see the the Honky Tonk Man in the blue jumpsuit. So I can see it, if they try to mimic the Hasbro attires in some of these figures. I can see why they chose to go with the uh, the gray gloves for The Undertaker. Even though I think the purple gloves are more toyetic. Um, I can see why they went with the debut gray. Um, but that that was all from Mattel. Um, I'm trying to think if there was any other... Um, merchandise revealed other than what's on Dirty Shop, what's at at the Superstore Access. Um, I envy those who are able to go to Dallas, go to the Hall of Fame and Access Store. Uh, If you have picked up anything, please let me know in the comments on Twitter and on Instagram. Uh, I would love to know if anybody has picked up anything. Um, But that is all I think that has for merchandise news. Uh, for, fig- for Undertaker news in general, um, just that everybody's looking forward to his Hall of Fame induction. Uh, he is, be- he is uh, as I speak, they are doing a statue unveiling at Access. Uh, he is going to be joined by uh, Triple H, Shawn Michaels, Kane, his BSK friends like Rikishi, Godfather, the Godwins. Um, I can only imagine that probably Vince will be there or I can um, I can only imagine the crowd that is in that ring for his statue unveiling and not a lot of people get statues as I only think Andre, uh, Ultimate Warrior, Dusty Rhodes Ric Flair, uh, Hulk Hogan I think only maybe less uh, only a handful I think have statues and now Undertaker is added to that illustrious list he is getting a statue for his Hall of Fame induction. And um, it is just completely exciting. Especially if you are there. Um, he's talked at great lengths this past week. About um, how excited he is for this new generation of wrestlers. Being from NXT 2.0. Um, watching AJ Styles, Edge, Bianca Belair, Becky Lynch. Heaping nothing but praises on these New generations and also the old generations such as, you know, AJ and Edge. Uh, he always finds time to praise them. And uh, just, giving, just giving his thoughts on WrestleMania, his Hall of Fame induction. If he has one more match, he thinks he can squeeze one out. He doesn't want to tarnish his legacy, but he says never say never in WWE. But if he is able to squeeze one out, he will try his best. Uh, so that gives us Undertaker fans hope. As we know that he has been saying no to that for the longest time. But to finally get him to admit that anything can happen. That never say never. And that he can squeeze one out. Gives us hope for an Undertaker. Maybe a Wrestlemania moment this year. Or maybe next year. But um, he's just been giving interviews, media blitzes. About talking about how excited he is. How honored he is for being inducted. He thanks his fans because they are the reason for this, for him being so having such longevity and him having the ability to stay uh, relevant for 30 years. He thanks his fans, and we thank him. It you know because he made us fans of him. And um, Trish Stratus saying that he was such an influence on the women's wrestling. That he was able to give them pointers. He was, he was always going to bat for the women wrestlers. He was such a strong supporter of hers and the women doing their own thing. Uh, she says that they were reduced to cat fights and slapping matches. And he says that you got to get out there and keep doing what you're doing with regular matches. Because he said that's what he wants to see. That's the best thing to move the women's uh, forward in the business. And she says that uh, he was one of her strongest supporters and strongest supporters of the women wrestling. And um, to hear people like um, Jinder uh, Mahal and Eric Rowan and a handful of other wrestlers say that he would watch every match when he was backstage, give pointers to every wrestler, and talk to every wrestler who came up to him. It just, again, the locker room leader that he was... Uh, Being there for superstars. Being there to help guide their careers. And just be there as a strong support system. And also somebody you can talk to about. Apparently anything uh, in your career or outside your career. It's always cool to hear of how a great guy that The Undertaker is outside the ring. So yeah, that's basically it for, you know, it's just hearkening bat. We've been talking about for almost a month now. Of Undertaker's interviews. Undertaker uh, getting ready for his speech. WrestleMania week, people talking so highly of The Undertaker. And just giving us another bit of an insight into the man he really is. Uh, But that is it for Tales from the Grave for this week. As we move on to Weekly Purchases, where I dig up the dead man. Welcome to Weekly Purchases. Now, weekly purchases, that's where I talk about what has come through the mail, or what I was lucky enough to find in the stores. And uh, this week, by way of uh, GameStop, I was able to get my Undertaker Funko Pops that I pre-ordered. It is the Undertaker Rising from the Casket Funko Pop, where he is uh, dressed in his purple and black attire. And it's just a cute little pop. I love the way Funko stylizes, especially how they've grown as a company and stylizing the figures to look more and more like them. Um, To have this little Undertaker coming out of the casket, is such a cute little pop and I'm so glad I pre-ordered it. Uh, I would have pre-ordered it anyway as an Undertaker collector and an Undertaker fan, but I'm glad the way it came out. It looks so cute and um, just a nice little display piece. Uh, when I have my collection room, I'm going to have all the Funkos together, uh, but also just to get something to you I'll know, display as a little knick-knack. It's, it has a, he's in his little cute little coffin, and he has so many cute little details that you have to um, see outside the box. As that's why I got multiples of them, so I can open one. Um, I was lucky enough to be on a fig hunt today on Walmart and came across the WrestleMania Elite Series. Now, although there is no Undertaker in this Elite Series, there are two uh, Superstars attires that he fought at WrestleMania that is based off of his matches. And that is the Boneyard AJ Styles and WrestleMania 26 Shawn Michaels. And I found uh, those two to add to my Undertaker um, Victims collection that I'm starting uh, I said, why not get a why not get the whole collection and build my own WrestleMania Vince McMahon? So that is what I did as well. I got two AJs, two Shawn's, a Stone Cold, and a Bret Hart, and built my very own WrestleMania Three Vince McMahon. And uh, so, if you are having a Undertaker victims collection out there as well, make sure to pick up AJ Styles and Shawn Michaels because they look awesome. Um, I was a, I ordered a few things off eBay, waiting for them to arrive, and wait. And of course I have my WB shop order that I'll be placing this weekend, waiting for that to arrive as well. So um, that is it for weekly purchases, I just was able to pick up the uh, GameStop Funko Pops, the GameStop Undertaker statue uh, has not arrived yet, I just pre-ordered that. And um, the eBay purchases and a couple other things have not arrived either. So just the Funko Pop and the WrestleMania Elite Series this week for weekly purchases. Now let us move on to Taker's Mark, where I give you my number one favorite Undertaker match of all time. Taker's Mark. Now, for the past few weeks, I've been giving a rundown of my favorite Undertaker matches of all time uh, that I was supposed to accumulate this week with my number one favorite Undertaker match to coincide with his Hall of Fame induction. We started this off at number five with WrestleMania 13, where he faced Cycle Sid to capture his second World Wrestling Federation Championship and his first ever to win at WrestleMania. Uh, clocking in at number 4 was uh, Undertaker versus Stone Cold Steve Austin, fully loaded, the first blood match which I just went over with Randy Turco. Um, the end of an era match, just another fun match uh, even though Undertaker uh, comes up on the losing side. Um, a great attitude era match between Austin and The Undertaker, bitter rivals during this time and also just a fun gimmick match to go back and to enjoy. Clocking in at number three was Undertaker versus Edge at SummerSlam 2008 Hell in a Cell. Um, The reason why I love that match is just the storytelling aspect. Why you know uh, why Undertaker hit Edge with everything he was subjected to throughout that whole rivalry as well. Bringing it full circle. And to cap it all off, even though Undertaker laid waste to edge, he had to send him straight to hell. And that lasting visual of Undertaker kneeling before that fiery pit is something that I will always remember. Not only watching live, but going back and re-watching this over and over again. Uh, coming at the number two spot is the Inferno match at Unforgiven 1998. The classic battles between brothers Undertaker and Kane. Uh, I talked about that last week of how I liked this one just a smidge more than the WrestleMania 14 account encounter, basically because of the visuals of the flames. I remember wearing out that Undertaker Phenom VHS tape because I was introduced to all these matches that I did not have the privilege of watching firsthand. His Hell in the Cell with Shawn Michaels, his Royal Rumble casket match with Shawn Michaels. Uh, His whole career prior to in 1996 and prior with Mankind, the Buried Alives, the Boiler Room Brawls. And then we get to the WrestleMania 14 encounter and I'm enthralled with Undertaker and Kane's story. And then you add on the Inferno match, the flames, and and I'm even hooked in even further. This match and the Undertaker Phenom VHS tape hooked me in even more as an Undertaker fan. With Undertaker attacking Paul Bearer with the uh, musical instruments. um, Setting Kane on fire. The lasting uh, image of him doing his Shakespeare pose with the purple lights and the fire around him. That's another image that will last forever in my mind. So now we get to the number one spot. And the number one spot is so hard to choose. It is so hard to choose because at the end of the day I love every Undertaker match. No matter how bad people may think it is, I really don't care. I love Undertaker matches. That's why it's so hard to pick a favorite. And that's why when I came into this this list, it's because it's not always the best matches. It's the matches that I go back and I enjoy the most. So which match, I had to really think about which match do I go back the most often and really enjoy watching. And I came down really to two of them. And those two matches are Undertaker versus CM Punk at WrestleMania 29, and Undertaker and Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre and Shane McMahon at Extreme Rules 2019. And the way it came down to those two is because they are just so much fun. They are fun to go back and to enjoy and just to rewatch. And it was so hard to pick my favorite from those two but I decided that the one I go back the most and have the most fun memories watching is the Extreme Rules match. Undertaker needed that match to be perfect, and it was. It silenced the haters and the doubters that said that he was washed up and that he was a broken wrestler after the Goldberg debacle. And I know the Goldberg match is not the best match on earth, but it's, also, it's still a fun match to rewatch as well because it's an Undertaker match and at the end of the day we're Undertaker fans for the good, the bad and the ugly and no matter how ugly that match was with Goldberg it's still okay I'll re-watch it again but Undertaker needed that Extreme Rules match to be perfect he needed to go on without a hitch and he did he hit all the classics he had all his classic moves and he made sure to take bumps he went through an announce table, he took a coast to coast from Shane he took a Claymore kick from Drew, he took a guitar shot from Elias, he did tag team, uh, mat, uh, tag team moves with Roman Reigns, and he showed the wrestling universe that he was still The Undertaker. Uh, I have so many good memories of watching this live. It's the last match my dad watched of The Undertaker uh, before he passed at the end of 2019 uh so this is the last match my dad has seen the undertaker perform in uh, the last memories of undertaker my dad has is watching the first broken skull sessions of the undertaker i uh, really talked about this match as well so this match is just a fun match to go back to re-watch to remember good days of watching wrestling matches with my dad and it's just fun it's fun to see how him and roman work together it's fun to see him do the sit-up uh, scaring Shane it's it, that camera angle is iconic of Drew McIntyre behind The Undertaker go back and rewatch this match it's it was the first match on the card it set the bar for the rest of the matches because Undertaker wanted to go out there and show that he still got it and damn it he did he set the bar that night and no other match even came close it was an amazing experience to see that um, I always remember that match of having fond memories of watching it. And I just loved every single second. It says it's 18 minutes long. But I, it, goes, it goes by so fast. It is a great match to just sit back and enjoy. The whole pay-per-view actually is a great pay-per-view to sit back and enjoy with. I recommend watching the Extreme Rules 2019 pay-per-view. It kicks off with a banger. An underrated match. Uh, a match that Undertaker needed, and uh, I can only imagine how well him and AJ Styles would have done in a ring. Something I wish that we would have gotten. Uh, the boneyard was a wonderful substitute, but I think we were really deprived of that in a ring match. Um, but the Extreme Rules 2019 it may be a controversial pick, but then again, these are my favorite Undertaker matches to rewatch. Uh, may not be everybody's favorite matches. May, these may not even crack anybody's top 5 or top 10 lists. But they're mine. And they're always matches I go back to rewatch to enjoy, and to think of fun times. Fun times either watching with my parents, watching with my dad, watching with my family, my friends, anybody. Always go back and rewatch these. Because they are the, some of the best matches that have stuck out in my mind. And I'm sure that they'll be able to stick out in yours as well. Now, usually after Taker's mark, I would go to Buried Alive, but like I said last week, this is a this no Buried Alive this week. It's my favorite things of Undertaker, my favorite memories. So i would be talking about my favorite Undertaker merchandise uh, items or my favorite Undertaker figures. Um, and I think my favorite, and I'll go by. Um, Hasbro, Jax, Mattel, and stuff like that, because you really can't pick a favorite Undertaker figure. Much like you can't pick a favorite Undertaker match, because it's just so hard. So it's easier to break these down. I break it down. My favorite Hasbro figure, I like Hasbro Series 8 better than Series 4. Just because of his cloak, I love the addition of uh, an accessory, whether it be an entrance jacket, a weapon, or anything like that. Adding a soft goods jacket to the Hasbro Undertaker made him ten times better than he already was. My favorite Just Toys Bendem is the second Undertaker Bendem, the one with the pale skin. I like it uh, better than the Purple Glove Undertaker Bendem, and I like it better than the Ministry Bendem, just because that's... That the Lord of Darkness Undertaker Bendum, it looks the most like him, in my opinion. Um, my favorite Jax bone-crunching action figure is my first Undertaker figure. And that is Undertaker Superstar Series 7. That new Undertaker thicker body mold with his full arms of tattoos. Um, my first Undertaker figure ever. And always have great memories of that figure. The Bone Crunchers. That is my favorite Bone Crunching Undertaker. Uh, a, a close second is the Superstar Series 9 with the entrance cloak. You know, just because nostalgia of Series 7 being my first one, I think I give the edge to that. But the, the addition of a cloak, like I said with the Hasbro, the addition of a cloak is always best. Uh, so it's a toss-up for those two. My favorite Undertaker, Tron Live, again, is a toss-up. Um, I love the Smackdown Raw Heat um, series where he's in his backstage ministry attire of the WWF Attitude polo shirt along with the removable bandana and the weights because I remember getting that figure uh, at Toys R Us and being so happy that I found it on a fig hunt with my dad that I couldn't wait to call my mom at work to tell her that I found this figure. That, that my dad took me to the Toys R Us on his day off. Uh, my mom had to work. And I just couldn't wait to get home and tell her I found this figure for some reason. Um, but I love that figure. And the, the other one I love is the Smackdown Series 5 Unforgiven attire. With the chest plate and the long cape. Uh, reminiscent of his Wrestlemania 15 entrance. Uh, my favorite Undertaker... Mm-hmm um American badass Titan Tron will be the house of pain with his removable bandana the first underta American badass figure um my favorite ruthless aggression undertaker figure um again another toss up between um ruthless aggression series four uh, with the blue pants and the black tank top American badass um I love the um The Hell in the Cell, Undertaker with the tongue out and his wrestling attire of Armageddon 2005. But I think if I had to pick a favorite Ruthless Aggression figure, it would probably be Ruthless Aggression Series 40. uh, With that magnificent Undertaker head sculpt that Jax did at the tail end of the Jax uh, contract. That great head sculpt with the long hair and the um, new Undertaker face. I love that one. My favorite Undertaker... Deluxe Superstars is the the first one, Series Two, with the pop uh, pop open casket. I think the addition of a casket, especially a pop open casket, is an amazing addition there. And um, I just love the extra articulation. The tongue out head scan is a, a great fix for the Undertaker. Um, my favorite Undertaker Classic Superstars is the Three Faces of the Undertaker. Um, even though it has its downsides, it has its, um, you know, what the F were they thinking with this. Um, the three faces of The Undertaker, all in all, they captured it really well with those. Uh, my favorite Undertaker uh, Elite um, is tied uh, Again, with the Hall of Champions Undertaker, because that Ministry head scan is Chef's Kiss. Uh, they, I love that Ministry head scan on the Hall of Champions. And uh, my second favorite Elite is the um, Legend Series 9 with the purple gloves and the Phantom mask Uh, just because I love the the cloak and the mask and the hair in front of his face. I think they did that amazingly well uh, with the Legend Series 9 and of course the Hall of Champions. Um, My favorite Undertaker Basic would probably be the uh, pay-per-view Elimination Chamber with his uh, straps down. Reminiscing of, you know, since Undertaker was burned and he uh, placed his straps down for the uh, most of his match at the Elimination Chamber. I think it was cool that they did that. Um, not since Jax did they have the uh, the straps down or have him have his BSK tattoo. Uh, so it's kind of cool that Mattel did that. So that is probably my favorite Undertaker Mattel basic. Uh, my favorite 2-pack. Ba- uh, of the Undertaker is the one that was just released Undertaker and Bret Hart Championship Showdown Series 8 again Lord of Darkness Undertaker, the Teardrop Tattoo um, they got that down really well I love that, the, of course the championship plate and Bret Hart as an addition there uh, I love that as well my favorite Undertaker exclusive is the Undertaker as Kane from Ringside just because I have very vivid memories and very fun memories of Undertaker masquerading as Kane. Uh, I love that segment with Vince. I love re-watching the segment uh, where he becomes number one contender as well. So that is my favorite Undertaker exclusive. And probably my favorite all-around piece of Undertaker merchandise. Um, there's just so much. There's just so much that I'm a fan of. I love little stuff. I love the brawl for alls. I love the micro figures. Just because they're just so fun. And even though I give the micro bendums hell, it's fun to collect. It is fun because at the end of the day there's nothing more fun while trying to collect uh new things and stuff that you didn't think existed. Um so Whenever I come across something new that I didn't think existed, it keeps the collection exciting and it keeps the thrill of the hunt going. So, um, that's just a sneak peek into really what I my favorite items are. Uh, I love the Talking Undertaker from Playmates. Uh, I love the Ripped and ruthless. No matter, even though it's a stationary statue, it is, it is v- a very nice piece. Um, my favorite Undertaker Funko is probably the one that with the um, um... WrestleMania 28 cloak and uh... oh yeah, my favorite Undertaker Reckon figure is probably the one on his motorcycle. But I can sit here all day telling you my favorite Undertaker pieces of merchandise. Um... My favorite Undertaker t-shirt is actually the one from 1997-1998 uh with the lightning coming out of his fingertips, the one that the WWE just released in the uh retro style t shirt, the dark days of the WWF. That's probably my favorite Undertaker t shirt. Um my favorite Undertaker bobblehead uh would be uh I think it's a American badass one with him in the ring. It has his logo on the bottom of the ring, and uh he has his ponytail hair. And yeah. Just a little sneak peek into really what's my favorite items. Uh, I would love to hear yours. Please comment on my Twitter and on my Instagram when I when this uh, goes up to let me know your favorite pieces of Undertaker merchandise as well. And um, as we come to a close in today's episode, I just want to um, thank you for joining me here on this journey here each and every week. I hope that you enjoy what I put out there. I hope that you subscribe to the podcast. Please leave me a rating and review. Please uh, follow me on Twitter at CollectUpDead and on Instagram at CollectingDeadMan. And please watch the Hall of Fame ceremony. Um, He deserves it. He deserves nothing less than the Hall of Fame. And uh, for 25, for almost 25 years of me being a fan, I say thank you, Undertaker, and... It is about damn time you are enshrined into the WWE Hall of Fame. So I thank you, and I will be watching, and I hope you will be too, as we give thanks to The Undertaker for 30 years of creating memories that will last a lifetime. So I will be here next time, same Taker time, same Taker channel. Keep on rolling, baby. Until next time. I hope you have enjoyed this episode of Collecting Deadman. Please continue to subscribe and leave us a five-star review where you can. Follow me on Twitter at Collect Up Dead and on Instagram at Man. Check out my Linktree page so you can find the links to all my merchandise stores, where you can find wherever this podcast is available, and where you can subscribe to my YouTube channel. Hit the like button and subscribe there as well. Please continue to support this podcast in any way you can. And until next week, creatures of the night, keep on rolling.